Okay, hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About. This is me, Amin. And this is Alex. And in this episode, we're going to talk about uh, the iPhone 12. Obviously, that's a big news in technology. Uh, this month, Apple released uh, four new iPhone variants. The iPhone, mi- the iPhone 12 mini, the iPhone 12, the iPhone 12 Pro, and the iPhone 12 Max. Um, okay, to say... So, my... Uh, Perception of all this is uh, pretty much expected, but to say that kind of like undercuts what this means uh, when it comes to iPhone. Uh, it's actually a big deal that Apple is launching all these uh, variants of the new iPhone. Uh, it's a big deal because it supports 5G and there's, there's a lot of new stuff that they put in and it makes the iPhone so much better. Without the risk of me sounding like uh, I'm a fanboy, I, I think Apple has made a lot of steps in the right direction uh, with the new iPhone 12. Even when it comes to pricing it, if I dare say so myself. But before we go into all the details about the iPhone 12, um, let's get down to the specs and then we're going to break it down. We're going to talk about how... Um, what new technologies are available in the phone, uh, whether the camera is good or not. And we're going to talk about this big deal about the MagSafe uh, making a comeback in, into Apple's ecosystem because they removed it from the uh, MacBooks, so I think a few years back, and then now it's back. Uh, and then we're going to talk about which iPhone 12 should you get? Because uh, if I'm not mistaken, this with the launch of the iPhone 12, the range of iPhones available for the consumer to buy is the most that Apple has ever presented in the market. So you have the iPhone SE, the iPhone XR, the iPhone 11, uh, and then the iPhone 12, and that range. So there's like eight, seven, seven different iPhones you can choose from. And this is, this is a big deal. Um, so let's get into the details. Okay, let's go into the specs. Okay, let's talk about the iPhone 12 mini first. Yeah, mm. so the iPhone 12 mini, I think this is the first time that Apple has really made like a proper compact flagship smartphone. So like the name suggests it's a smaller version of the iPhone 12. So the iPhone 12 mini comes in a, with a 5.4 inch screen. So the overall footprint is much smaller than the iPhone SE. And that's because it has the same all screen displays, edge to edge, you don't get the forehead and chin and it runs on the same flagship processor, which is the new Apple A14 Bionic. And this is the first processor that comes with a five nanometer process, which means you get a a lot more power and greater power efficiency. And the iPhone 12 mini and iPhone 12, okay, apart from the processor, the biggest change which I think Apple has made, uh, has, has done really well is the display. You don't get the super liquid retina display, so mm. liquid retina display anymore. The LCD display. LCD display. Yeah. So now it's fully OLED. Mm. Apple's gone OLED across the board for the new iPhone 12 series. Mm. And the best part is the resolution. Because back then, with the iPhone XR and the iPhone 11, you get like the 720p plus kind mm. of display. So now it's full HD at least. So this is great because now you finally get a really good premium built phone a small size, a very powerful processor, and now a pretty good screen. Mm. So no complaints in the display there. Mm. And in terms of cameras, it's pretty much the same as the previous one. You get a dual camera setup, you get the main, the ultrawide, and no telephoto. But this time, Apple has made some difference in the main camera. So in terms of the, the aperture size, the lens, right? Uh, it's now f1.8, 
1.6. So that gives you better low light photography. And right now, you like night mode, it's available across the board. You get it on all cameras, including the selfie camera and ultra wide. You can do night mode across the board. And the rest of the things are, yeah, are pretty much the same. You still get um, a fast charging via lightning connector. So yeah, lightning connector is still there. They did not ditch USB-C as many as I had hoped for. So it's still lightning connector. And yeah, that's pretty much it for the 12 and 12 mini. And moving up, the next step is the iPhone 12 Pro series. So unlike last year, whereby the 12 Pro and the 12 Pro Max are pretty much the same. The only difference is the screen and battery. Mm. There's some significant difference when it comes to the camera. So again, yes, both are having a triple camera setup, but this time they've added a LiDAR sensor. So LiDAR, uh, I think if you've been following the iPad stories, they introduced that first on the iPad Pro, the latest version, and now it's available on the new iPhone. And a part of offering more AR applications, the new LiDAR sensor actually helps in photography as well. So that helps in ensuring a more precise and faster autofocus, especially in low light. So during the presentation, uh, Apple says that this can help uh, autofocus in low light up to six times faster, and that's great. And of course, uh, another thing is that the main camera is different as well. So Apple has always included OS across the board for these main cameras. But for the Pro Max, Apple, not only they increase the size of the sensor, they didn't mention the size of it, but they say it's 1.7 microns. It's bigger than the typical uh, 1.4 on the regular Pro. Mm. But instead of OIS, they have fitted a sensor shift OIS. So essentially, it's like the sensor is actually moving to compensate for the handshakiness. Mm. So that claims to provide better uh, uh, steady shots when you shoot photos and videos. Okay, so for the sensor shift, so previously with OIS, it's the lens that moves to facilitate to compensate for you know your movement and stuff like that. But uh, another level of that is the sensor itself can move. So I think um, Apple is the only phone manufacturer that has what we call in-body stabilization, where the sen sensor itself uh, moves. I'm not sure about that, but I feel like they they have. They, they are the only one. We, we, might, we might need to check on that. I think the closest one would be the Vivo X50, but that's like a gimbal-like stabilization. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure whether is it the exact same mechanism. But, but if they say it's gimbal-like, again, it, it might be... A combination of both, maybe? Just the lens, I'm not sure. But okay, let's not dwell into that. Um, I think Apple has packed like very decent set of specs for for the range of the iPhone 12 and it makes it very easy for you to choose between which one you want. The iPhone 12 mini for example, uh, a lot of um, people come to me, uh, a lot of uh, especially uh, lady iPhone users and they said, you know, I, I, I like my iPhone SE, the, the, the old one. iPhone 8 or iPhone 7 yeah, especially. The, the, the size of the iPhone 5 I think. Mm -hmm. Uh, with the 4.5 inch uh, display. 4 inch screen. Yeah, the yeah. 4 inch screen. So they like it because they say that, you know, I can, I can go to the, to the top corner of the, of the display without, without having to hold it with my other hand. And I think Apple has nailed this uh, right in the bullseye with, with the iPhone 12 mini because, you know, a lot of people who are still on the 5, who are still on the SE is going to just jump to, to the to the iPhone 12 mini and it's it's very easy to choose that one because across the board all the iPhone 12s are running a 14 processor the, the latest processor uh, Apple uh, makes and it runs on the 5 nanometer processing which is the first and only uh, mobile phone processor that, that does that at the moment 
the closest competitor is running what seven, seven uh, right newton me, newton nanometer um, processing uh, and then you know the cameras are the same the experience across the board even if you're buying the iphone the older iphone is is all the same because every, all of them are running ios 14 so it's either you want like a really small one, the iPhone mini, where you can use it single-handedly. You want a slightly bigger one, the iPhone 12 uh, without the mini. Same camera, same specs and everything. Maybe the battery is slightly different. Yeah, the difference uh, will be the display and battery. Yeah, and then after that, you want to go to the to the Pro series. You get the Pro and, and the bigger with the bigger display and the Pro Max. Uh, obviously, the difference is, is in terms of pricing. So we'll talk about pricing a little bit later. What I want to talk about is what's not available in uh, the new iPhone. So a lot of people are, are like saying, I'm not going to buy it because it doesn't have a uh, one, 120 hertz, hertz uh, display. display. Okay, so what, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm just going to go out and say, I, I said it in a lot of uh, episodes before, uh, I don't really care for 120 hertz. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, not a lot of games run 120 hertz. I think none, no games run 120 hertz on mobile. At most, you get 90 hertz. I don't see the need, but a lot of people, I think Rory will come in and say, you know, you like the scrolling. It feels more snappy. It feels faster. Uh, I'm using my Galaxy S20 Ultra that has 120 hertz, and I tried it for like a week, and then after that, I reverted back to normal 60 hertz, and I don't feel like I'm missing anything. So for those of you out there who are saying, you know, I'm not going to get this phone because it doesn't have 120 hertz, I think you guys are missing the point here. And the point is, it's not about one detail. It's not about one spec. It's not about like, okay, if this phone doesn't have 120 hertz, it's, 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 it's crap. Apple has n never been that. Apple has always been about the experience. And a lot of people have been coming out with saying that the, the phone doesn't have 8K uh, video. video. Yeah, this is 12 megapixels. Yeah, and Apple has not been about chasing the numbers. Even without the 8K video, I think we, I think all of us here at Sorry Ninja can agree that Apple still has the best video uh, capabilities in terms of their iPhones, and no other camera out there, mobile phone camera out there, can can match what they have. Uh, and that's why we still prefer using uh, iPhones to shoot um, video when we're on the, in the field uh, and, and we don't have like a big DSLR camera with us. So it's always about the experience. I believe they, you know, they've, uh, they're untouchable when it comes to this. Again, with the risk of me sounding like a fanboy, I, I'm, I'm not. But they are, they are pretty close in terms of experience and ecosystem. Uh, you know, what do you think, Alex? I think, okay, you must remember that the previous generation, the iPhone 11, came with like a crappy LCD, like his words, yeah, by the way. I, I, uh, he doesn't you know, like I, I bashed, uh, I got into trouble uh, with Apple, you know, uh, <laughs> by, by saying the iPhone, was it 10R? 10R? It's the iPhone that I wanted to like, but I didn't like it because the, the most important thing on a phone, which is the display, uh, is the worst display that, they've ever, that they could put on a phone. And, and, and I don't like LCD displays. I, I, I mentioned that in, in a lot of other episodes. I want AMOLED. AMOLED is the future, so you know, 
and, and I guess they listen to me. <laughs> yeah, you know, in a way, because it's emulated yeah, across the board. Across the board, and it's just previously, right? Like the you know, previous iPhone generation, like the iPhone ten, now iPhone eleven, it's as if like Apple is going like, you want a cheaper phone? Okay, I give you the same processor, you know, the same main camera, yeah. but because you're cheap, I'm gonna give you a crappy display. Yeah. But this and time, you gotta live with that. Yeah, you gotta live with that. But yeah. this time, you can't say that anymore because it looks like wow, you're getting a really good display across the board. Yep. Even the cheapest model iPhone twelve mini, you get an OLED display, and you also get. Like a high uh, resolution of at least full HD, yep. and I think that's really a massive upgrade. Yep. Yeah, I will take this any day versus any LCD screen with 120 hertz. Yeah, I yeah. mean, okay, what do you guys think? Uh, sound off in the comment section below whether you think 120 hertz is important, whether it's not. I I know in in a few episodes before, uh, we have commenters saying that you know how can how can you say 120 hertz is not important? It is. I can say it because I don't think so. <laughs> so let me know if you think it is. Okay, we're talking about what's missing. The other big thing that's missing is, of course, the charger. Yeah, of course, that's the <laughs> controversial move by Apple. But for me, I think it's a very good move. I think this time I can dare say that this is a courageous move by Apple. <laughs> and I think it's something that manufacturers should follow. Why do you say that? Okay, justify your cause. Okay, if you haven't watched our previous video about this topic, you can click somewhere up here. Because previously there was a rumor uh, saying that Apple might not include charges in, 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 their, in their phones and we made an episode on that and I was on the other side of the fence. I'm saying that all phones should have the charger. But you're saying it's a courageous move, okay? So why? Okay, because from my experience, right? Because we like we always deal with a lot of phones. I always stick to my same multi-port charger at home. Mm. So I put like this uh, Trosma charger with with uh, four different heads. So I use that as my the to-go charger. Even in the office, I have my own standard uh, charger next to my de- my desk. So every time there's a new phone that comes in, right? The only thing I take out from the box is just the phone. I don't use a charger. I don't want to use the headphones in the in the box at all mm. anymore. So that's the electronic waste. So if you're using a previous iPhone. You can still use your existing charger and you know cable. So what's the point in doing that? So eventually, I, I think that what we are going to move into is that USB ports, right? Especially USB C ports, are going to be so um, accessible and so um, redundant mm. that there's no point for manufacturers to put it into the box. So in this case, right? If you already have a charger, good. You don't need have, you don't need have extra waste because end up, it's going to end up sitting in a box anyway. Mm. So if you do need it, you can just go ahead and buy it. So just get when you need it. Okay, so this is where I'm gonna I'm gonna come in and say first of all, a lot of people still don't have USB chargers, USB C chargers. <laughs> so what's gonna happen is this: a lot of the iPhone buyers. So I talk about the iPhone Mini, right? For example, the iPhone Mini would come from uh, people who are gonna buy the iPhone 12 Mini are gonna be from either the iPhone 10R maybe or the iPhone SE, the smaller one. And those phones uh, came with chargers, but they didn't come with the USB-C to lightning cable. And a majority of people that's going to buy the phones are going to buy the adapter because of this USB-C problem. Uh, and I think, I think this is just another way for Apple to make some additional money in terms of the margins because the 25 watt charger, the one that you can, that, the one that's going to be able to charge all the iPhones, all of them support 25 watts, right? That's mm-hmm. the fastest. 20 uh, watts. Tw- uh, th- that's the f- 20 watts. That's the fastest uh, charging rate you can charge the iPhone 12 uh, for. It's going to cost how much? 99 ringgit. 100 bucks. Yeah. For a single port charger. Yep. 
So I think that's expensive. Okay, the thing is, okay, uh, I have okay. I'm gonna come in. Yep. I have the base US Basius 65 watt Gan charger. That's the latest technology in terms of charging. It has three ports. It does 65 watts. It can charge my MacBook Air and charge my iPhone at the same time, and that costs I think about less than 200 bucks. We know that I've, uh, Apple peripherals and accessories are going to be overpriced because they can make the margin, and I'm not happy that, that they do that. Well, now you have a choice. So if you don't want to get Apple one, you can get other third-party one that supports the USB PD standard. And another thing is that, okay, most people who buy iPhones, right, you always say that, okay, most, most of the Apple fanboys will continue to buy iPhones. If, let's say, majority of them are going to buy the new iPhone mm. uh, 11 or iPhone 12, they're going to use, they can use, still use existing chargers anyway. Mm. So, for example, if you're using iPhone 11, right? Okay, you're right. They don't have to use the USB-C Yeah, you, you still can use the USB-A port, mm. the A charger, mm. with the previously USB-A to Lightning. Yeah. It still works. It won't get fast charge. Okay. If you're okay with that all the while, it takes like two, three hours to charge, uh -huh. it's fine. You can mm. use that. No, mm. no issues. Yeah, so, I it's guess. an optional purchase. Yeah, well, it's okay. We're not going to go into a full-on discussion about whether the charger should be included or not. That, that was in another episode. You can catch the link somewhere in the screen. But it's, it's a decisive move by Apple, I agree. Uh, a lot of people might not like it. Uh, even, in fact, we had a story before uh, Nick wrote about it. Uh, a number of brands have been like shooting Apple, uh, been roasting Apple for not including a charger in the box. But we have a feeling uh, and looking at the trends that all these other brands might do the same thing as well. So you, we might see Samsung in their next device release, they might not even include a charger in their box. So it might not be a big deal in 2021. I don't know, but I still feel that, you know, uh, you shouldn't get Apple accessories like if you, if you want to buy a new charger for your new iPhone 12. All right, let's move on. The next thing is, uh, the next big thing is it supports 5G. Yeah. All right, so let's break it down. 5G, does it, does it work? Is, is it going to work in Malaysia? Or there's like mm -hmm. different variants or whatever? Well, in the US, right, uh, the, the, the variance that's launched in the US, it supports 5G across the range. I seen it supports sub-6, sub-6 basically all the bands below 6 gigahertz, mm. as well as millimeter wave. Mm. So millimeter wave is like those are higher 26, 28 gigahertz, which can, can really deliver like super fast download speeds. Mm. You know, Mr. Ken, doing the presentation, they, they both they can do like 40 gigabits per second downloads and all that. So that is only exclusively available for US. If you look at the Malaysian product page, we only get sub-6 gigahertz. But if you ask me, is that really a big deal for me? Not really, because um, early this year, right, when MCMC announced the, 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 the 5G bands, um, most people are going for the, the sub-6 um, bands anyway, like 3.5 gigahertz, and the lower one is 700 megahertz. So that's not really a big deal. But for me, is, is this a huge concern? Another second point is that, there's no 5G in Malaysia just yet. Mm. Well, there's no commercially available 5G network in Malaysia. There are yeah. a, a test, number of yeah. test networks. I think there are a few in Langkawi. There's some in Subang. There's one in Bajaya Times Square that's run by U-Mobile. So there are some test networks. Um, 5G was slated to be like the... Uh, the previous communications minister wanted 5G to be available in Malaysia in the fourth quarter of this year. Third right? quarter. Third quarter of this year. And obviously the government changed and that didn't happen. Uh, the new communication minister has not like really put a, his foot down or really put out, put out a statement on where he wants 5G to be in the next 
six, 12 months. Uh, so 5G is kind of like in the air <laughs> at the moment <laughs> More in like Malaysia. Yeah, in backburner. Because right now, if you follow the news, uh, MCMC is focusing on improving the existing 4G network. Mm. So they target to increase the 4G coverage from the current like 92% to 97% by 2022. So we're probably going to wait for about two more years at least. Yeah, and, yeah. and, then, and then we talk about um, cross-compatibility over countries. So that hasn't been sorted also in terms of the 5G uh, standard. So even if you, you, you get a 5G phone in Malaysia and you go to a country where there is 5G network, uh, there's no, I think we can't determine whether you'll be able to use that 5G network in that country. So having 5G in a phone is, I guess, okay, but not really a big deal for me. Yeah, for me, it's, in terms of cross country, I think that will work because there, there are some standards really in terms of bands. But again, like phone experience, what difference is going to make? Mm. If you're going to watch a one hour video, it's going to take one hour to yeah. watch anyway. Yeah. And 4G can actually deliver gigabit speeds if it's done properly. Yeah. So I guess it's best for our telcos to improve the existing network first before we even start talking about 5G. Yeah, you talk about, you know, uh, mobile network accessibility, you know, the story of Viviona and stuff like that. You know, that's more important than, than outright speed. Being able to access is more important than being able to have like really big speeds, but only in the, in the cities. So, you know, 5G is not really a big deal. Other than that... Um, MagSafe! <laughs> yeah, we're gonna yeah. talk about the MagSafe thing. I think it's a brilliant idea. Uh, it's brilliant because it's so simple, but nobody else is doing it. Yeah. It's like, how come? And it's the only reason why, 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 well, at least for me, I don't use wireless chargers because every time you have it, you have it on the charging plate and you want to use your phone uh, for messaging or for, for calls, you have to take it off the plate. And I don't like charging my phone that way. I like to charge my phone in one straight stint to a level that I'm comfortable with, then I take it away. So with current wireless chargers that's not MagSafe you can't do that but with the MagSafe charger you can yeah so for those who can't imagine how MagSafe look like so imagine the Apple Watch charger mm. but a bigger size that's latch behind your iPhone yeah. that's so, connected mani yeah. ma magnetically <laughs> to the iPhone 12 yes. uh -huh. yeah and here's the thing the wireless charging speed has been doubled as well so it can support 15 watt uh, wireless charging but this only works if you have the MagSafe charger. Yeah, so yeah. Apple being Apple again, uh, there's no reason why they can't allow you to experience because current uh, wireless charging standards support, I think, up to I think over 15 watts. Yeah, there's 20, 30 watts out in the market yeah, as well. That's, but she said that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's available. And Apple, uh, the fastest wireless charging that they can accept is 15 watts. So if you have a char wireless charging plate that can push out 15 watts, there's no reason for Apple not to allow you to receive the total 15 watts but they're doing that and they only allow 15 watts on the MagSafe charger because I don't know that uh, but in the presentation I don't know if you saw it there's like a magnetic sensor so I feel that we can cheat that sensor if you have a charging plate we have to try it out when we get the phone uh, if you have a charging plate you just put a magnetic um, a magnet on it and then you put it on the plate you might be able to get the 15 watts I don't know we gotta try that but it's a cool idea it makes wireless charging more convenient now uh, there's been a, another kind of like there's been reports uh, in the news saying that oh this paves the way to having a portless um, mobile phone like you know maybe future iPhones might not have the charging port I don't know, that's very speculative. Uh, I, for now, still like to have the option of charging using a cable. 
The only time I would really consider charging my phone using wireless charging is if my phone is wet because the mm. USB port doesn't work. So kudos to Apple for doing this uh, MagSafe thing. Uh, it's gonna. Do you know how much it's gonna cost the charger? Hundred and ninety ringgit. <laughs> well, Apple being Apple, but I'm pretty sure there'll be cheaper MFI versions out there soon. Yeah. Yeah. But hundred and seventy-nine ringgit for a fifteen watt charger. No, thank you. 15 watt is, uh, is slow, okay? To be to be really blunt. It's only like 80 ringgit more than the 99 ringgit charger. Only 80 ringgit more. You're gonna spend 3,000 bucks on a, 4,000 bucks on a phone. Come on, 99 ringgit is like not much. Well, because you don't have an option. So, okay, uh, wh- wh- what else? Uh, you mentioned about FaceTime, there's now 1080p FaceTime yes. across the board. Yep. So previously there was only what 720p or I believe, 480p, whatever. Yeah, it is. I believe maybe 720p. Mm. They didn't specify exactly, but now they put in bracket oh, 1080p FaceTime HD. So that's better. And mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. And also another thing is that uh, they added support is Dolby Vision HDR. Mm. So instead of increasing the resolution beyond 4K, because right now it still shoots 4K up to 60 frames per second, but now it has support for Dolby Vision HDR. So that apparently gives you like cinema quality kind of videos. Mm. They've been banging that a lot. If you watch the iPhone 12 videos, it's all about taking, you know, uh, Hollywood type of shots. And according to Apple, this is the first and only device where you can shoot, edit, view, and share Dolby Vision HDR content. <laughs> I, I don't really, again, it's, this is like the 120 Hertz thing. I don't really care. Uh, it's a mobile device. Probably the thing that you won't feel, but it makes a lot of difference is the amount of RAM. So uh, according to 9to5Mac, so they found out through some lines of codes, uh, they found out that the iPhone 12 Pro series now comes with 6 gigs of RAM. That's mm. the, the most you can get over an iPhone ever. Because previously on iPhone 11, you get 4 gigs across, but now for the Pro version, you get 6 gigs. Mm. So that's a lot of RAM. So, why is this important? I think this will make a difference when it comes to video editing because when you edit video, especially HDR content, I think you need all the RAM you need. But for the other two models, like the 12 mini and 12, you still get four gigs of RAM. Yeah, well, for me, uh, I've never felt like I like performance is lacking in an iPhone. I guess it's because the iOS 14 is really very well optimized and they and the developers for iOS 14, uh, well, for iOS in general, they really know how to hide or like uh, uh, make it like unnoticed if things are lagging. So when you are running a process, it only focuses on, on what you are f- uh, doing right now. Everything else like really stops. Uh, when you're watching video, everything else stops. It saves battery. Uh, it's interesting, well, six gigs of RAM and RAM usually takes up, uh, aside from uh, display, RAM is the other thing that takes up a lot of battery uh, power. So it's interesting to see how Apple is gonna be able to manage uh, the display and the RAM to give uh, to give you um, a decent battery life because you know you're gonna expect decent battery life when it comes to iPhone. iPhones are very 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 well known for that. At least the bigger ones, the smaller ones, uh, not so much. But you know, uh, with the bigger devices, you get the bigger display and the bigger battery. So that's another reason why you might wanna invest in a bigger iPhones. Uh, Apple in general in their presentations, they've never. Uh, talked about RAM, they've never talked about um, battery size Battery size, uh, because I feel they kind of like have a standard in terms of like, okay, this is, this is how, how I want um, my users to experience my device and to a certain degree, they've, they've kind of matched that standard. So if, you, if you're from an older iPhone, not so old, lah. so if you're from like maybe an iPhone 11 or an iPhone 10 
or even the X, uh, the 10R, uh, you're gonna expect like pretty much the same battery life. So about one and a half days, uh, maybe maybe two days, maybe never lah. Never got two days, but one and a half days is is pretty much okay. I'm gonna come back to the HDR and Adobe whatever stuff. Like for me, it's not a big deal because um, at the end of the day, this is a mobile phone. It's the biggest iPhone 12, you can get a 6.7 inch. That's about the size of a Galaxy Note 20. This is the screen Quite size. Close. Yeah, because that's 6.9. This, this is the biggest screen. Yeah, ever. this yeah. is the biggest on, ever on, a, on, a, on an iPhone. Um, but when it comes to watching movies and videos, I always go back to my Samsung uh, because I feel that my Samsung has a, bright, a better dynamics in terms of brightness and, and, and the darkness is also better. You can see more things inside the dark areas compared to, to, to the iPhone. Uh, the speakers, okay, maybe the iPhones are better in general, but when it comes to watching Netflix and stuff, I always come back to my Samsung. So I don't really care so much with this Dolby. And I think most people don't because, you know, we're all like fast editors. We just shoot. We kind of like, the most that we would edit would be like, okay, let's make it shorter because I only want this part. You're not going to, you're not for the most part going to going to put like layers you're not going to for the most part going to be putting different um what's this clips into mm -hmm. the video you're not let's face it um but don't diss them yet man because <laughs> a lot of new content creators right they shoot and edit right from their phone like, they look, do i mean yeah I'm look not, like i'm not saying content creators don't do that and yeah this is a great tool for content creators but for most for a lot of people like, okay, if I'm going to go out and buy the iPhone, I'm going to buy the 11 Pro Max because it's the biggest screen. And, and Pro I, Max. Uh, the 12 Pro Max is the biggest screen. I'm gonna, I need that screen size, yes. But am I going to buy it because I'm a content creator? No. I mean, okay lah. No, I'm not. I'm not because I'm not going to do the edits there. But content creators, yeah, sure. Go for it. Colors, uh, blue is uh, across the board. So yeah. if, if there is a color to choose, so previously it was the green. The midnight green. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of sexy. Now blue. I, I really like the, the new blue color. So if, if, if you're going for, for, for one color, for me it's going to be the blue. Yeah, same here. Because you want people to know that you have the latest version, yeah. that's a unique color. Yeah. Uh, you, and you, okay, so you talked about cameras, right? Yeah. And then you talk about the zoom, right? Yeah. So the Pro Max has the four times optical zoom. Okay, here's the thing that's, that a lot of people get it wrong. Uh -huh. Because during the event, right, Apple okay. says that, oh, the, the new iPhone 12 Pro has like a four times optical zoom range and the Pro Max has the five times optical zoom range. Mm. A lot of people thought that's the optical zoom, mm. but it's not. So in reality is that the iPhone 12 Pro only gets two times optical zoom and the iPhone 12 Pro Max has 2.5 times optical zoom. And it's all, the rest is digital. Sorry? Was that the four times? So how they calculate four uh. times is from the ultra wide angle. So <laughs> zoom out two, zoom in two. So uh. that's two, two, four. So yeah. zoom out two, zoom in 2.5, five. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, okay. So that's the thing I, I still, that's like a bad habit for Apple. Uh, you know, when they claim something, right, they really like, you know, go all out to say things, but it's not actually the, the, the actual thing. La. For example, um, the iPhone 12 mini. So the marketing says it's the smallest, light, uh, smallest, lightest, thinnest, thinnest and lightest 5G phone out mm -hmm. there. It is the smallest. Yep. I don't think it's the thinnest. It is. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's the lightest. Yeah, it is. <laughs> 
okay then the marketing is correct lah. Yeah, because before <laughs> that, right, the 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 first brand that claimed mm. to have the the thinnest and lightest five G phone mm. was Vivo with the Vivo X50, and that came with a six point five inch screen, and that weighed a hundred twenty five grams, mm. but the twelve mini is hundred thirty five grams, hundred thirty five. I can't remember a phone that light. Yeah, hundred thirty five. That's pretty light. I think. I think. There's going to be a lot of uh, sacrifice in terms of battery. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's probably the only 5G phone that has less than 3,000 mAh battery. Probably. Yeah. Apple doesn't reveal numbers, but I'm pretty sure a teardown will reveal that soon. But look at the size of that phone. You don't expect a huge battery inside. Yeah. So don't expect great battery life. Probably maybe one one day maximum by sunset. Uh, and then you talk about. What is this Pro Raw? Oh yeah, that's uh-huh. a new feature. You don't get it out of box yet. It's going to be released later. So what is this Pro Raw? So thing? basically, it's a feature whereby it gives you the flexibility of raw, and with the additional enhancement from its computer computational photography features. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of words, but I haven't tried <laughs> out, so I don't know. I can't explain so in Pro detail. So Pro Raw again, it's like 120 hertz and whatever. You it's know, not. It's, it's more usable. No, what I'm saying <laughs> like the the. The for the for for the everyday guy, the everyday girl, the everyday people, you're not gonna. I, I don't know. It's not gonna be a big deal. Well, it's gonna be a big deal for content creators. Yeah, it is. I'm yeah. not saying that that's not. So that's why I, I made it very clear for non-content creators, this Adobe Pro Raw and whatever it is, Apple Pro Raw, whatever it is, nah, not not really usually. Okay, let's go into the prices, Alex. Yep. Let's start with the iPhone 12 Mini. Okay, so. Across the board, right? Mm. The starting price remains the same as the previous generation, but there's a slight twist. So last year, the iPhone 11, mm. which came with 6.1 inch screen, starts mm. at 3,299 ringgit. Okay. So now that's the starting price for the iPhone 12 Mini. Mm-hmm. So iPhone 12 Mini starts at 3,999 ringgit for the 64 gigs. For 64 gigs, yep. and then you want to add additional more storage. Mm. Well, it's 200 bucks extra for sorry, it's 200 bucks extra for mm. each step. So the mm. one two eight is going for 3,599. Mm-hmm. 256 gigs going for 4099. Mm-hmm. And then you want a bigger phone, the 6.1 inch iPhone 12 starts at 3899 for 6.4 gigs. And then you add another 200 bucks for for the 128 gig. And then you want to jump to 256, that's 4599. Yeah, that's 500. Yeah, 500, sorry. <laughs> 128 to 256 is 500 bucks. Yeah. 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 And then for the Pro, remains unchanged for starting price. So the Pro starts at 4899, the Pro Max starts at 5299, same as last year. But this time they have doubled the base storage. So previously you get 64 gigs. Mm. So now Apple decided, you know, for pros, you do can't leave it 64 gigs. For content creators, because yeah. you're gonna have a lot of videos and pro raw and whatever. Yeah. So that starts at one two eight gigs, yep. and then you still get two five six five and two gigs. Mm. And surprisingly, the larger storage options is actually cheaper than last year's model. Mm. The two five six gigs for 12 Pro is five three nine nine, five one two gigs is six two nine nine. Five one two. Okay, for so the Pro. So it's roughly about 200 bucks cheaper than last year's mm-hmm. iPhone 11 Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the Pro Max? Pro Max, okay, uh, 2 by 6 gig is going for 5799. 512 is going for 6699. So uh, 128 is 5299. Yeah, 128 is 5299. Yeah. So, you know, um, we're not going to talk about prices when it comes to Apple phones because we just they're going to be, they're going to price it whatever they're going to price it. Lah. Um, the iPhone 12 mini is the most, by far the most competitive in terms of pricing uh, over uh, whatever Android is offering. In fact, uh, it is, 
uh, when it comes to the 3,399 range, we have the iPhone, sorry, we have the Samsung Galaxy S20 FE, FE which is probably the best bang for the buck flagship Samsung you can get right now. Uh, and, and, and it's a toss up between getting the 3399 uh, iPhone 12 mini or getting the 3399 yep. iPhone, uh, um, Galaxy S20 FE. S20 FE. Yep. Uh, we, we will have an article on that. Obviously, we do not have time to, to discuss about that. If you, wanna, if you want us to talk about the Galaxy uh, S20 FE versus the iPhone 12 mini uh, 64 gigs uh, in detail, let us know in the comment section and we'll be more than happy to talk about that. Okay, I think we've covered pretty much uh, what we need to cover when it comes to the iPhone 12. Is there anything else that we're missing out? Well, at okay, which yeah. is, uh, sorry, go ahead. Well, just make it clear, at the time of recording, uh, Apple has not revealed the availability details just yet. Mm -hmm. So by the time I watch this video, maybe it's out already. Mm. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's already available in the, in, the, in the market here in Malaysia. The question I wanted to ask you, Alex, is which uh, iPhone 12 would you get? Or would you even get an iPhone 12? Okay, for me, if I'm budget, right, uh, if I'm on a tight budget, I'll go for the iPhone 12. Uh -huh. If you need to buy an iPhone. If you need now. to buy an iPhone, uh -huh. I'll go for the iPhone 12. Not mm. the mini because I, the mini is great. I like the size, but my only concern is the battery life. Mm. I got a feeling it won't last a full day. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. my concern. Because iPhone 12 has similar battery life as iPhone 11, which is pretty good. Mm. Despite having a high resolution display, it still maintains the same hours in the mm. spec sheet. Mm. So yeah, iPhone 12. But if I really want the ultimate, the best, I go for the iPhone 12 Pro Max. But I feel that spending that much money, extra money, don't get extra phone because mm. the display is kind of similar. Mm. The only difference, major difference, I would say probably is the camera. Okay, so for me, um, for the budget, conscious people, the 128 gig iPhone 12 mini is a great value for money in terms of uh, iPhone performance and price. Uh, sorry, performance and storage for the price. I agree, battery life is questionable. Um, we'll have to see. Maybe the AMOLED display is going to make it better, I don't know. Uh, but if you're looking for the best value for money iPhone 12, the iPhone 12 mini uh, 128GB would be my recommendation. Uh, a good middle ground would be maybe the 12 128 because 64 gigs is, I don't know, I, I, I don't think it's an issue for me to run 64, but uh, a lot of people I know take a lot of pictures uh, and they store a lot of WhatsApp images and they don't clean their storage and they refuse to use iCloud for whatever reason. So you should get the biggest storage that you can afford unless you want to do iCloud, which I do. So you should. If you, I mean, it's not that expensive, la, iCloud. Yeah. Um, if it was me that's going to buy the iPhone, uh, I would definitely, like I mentioned, go for the Pro Max and I'll go for the middle ground, which is the 256. S having said that, spending 5,800 ringgit on a phone plus you need to get the charger is a lot of money. Uh, you can get like a computer for that money, but yeah, I like the big display. so. I think I can pay for the. I think that's a in. How to say yeah? It's it's a tax that is bearable. <laughs> but okay. I don't know how to justify <laughs> this. But yeah, five seven nine nine is pretty much the max I would pay for an iPhone. 
Because if you go for the 6699, that puts it in the in the Galaxy Fold territory. Yep. And I like the Galaxy Fold because of its productivity capability, because I can fold it open and and use it for checking emails and checking spreadsheets. I like that. And then I don't mind paying extra for that, but not for an iPhone Pro Max because you can't do that. You can't do those multitasking things. Yeah, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I, I also think that the storage for Fine 2 is a bit overkill because I have a feeling that not many people will be able to fill it up unless you really shoot lots and lots and lots and lots of videos. Yeah, I mean, I, I haven't filled up my iPhone 11 Pro Max and I, th I think it has a 256 gig storage on it. I, it's because, you know, I, I clean up my storage often and I have iCloud, so... Yeah, okay, I think that's pretty much it. We've covered pretty much we need to when it comes to the iPhone 12. Okay, this is the most extensive range of iPhone available in the market right now. Like I said, they have the iPhone SE, the iPhone XR, iPhone 11, iPhone 12 mini, iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Pro, iPhone 12 Pro Max. Of course, if you're in the budget range, you might want to get the older iPhones, but we're not interested in that in this episode. Um, overall, uh, at the end of the day, to sum it up, yeah, this is quite a good range of iPhones and the iPhone iPhone mini is oh one more question is it a worthwhile upgrade if you're from the 11 I would say yes Why? because of the display the display is definitely the biggest 11 difference. Pro Max also 11 Pro Max too mm, iPhone 12 Pro Max I think for 11 Pro to 11 Pro to, to iPhone 12 Pro not really a big difference to me yeah, yeah. I, because the cameras on the iPhone 11 Pro mm. Max is still very capable. Yep. You still can shoot 4K 60 frames per second. Yep. I don't really see there's a huge need to upgrade unless mm. something bad happens to it. And the camera is really good yeah. already. It's really good. Um, you don't really need the latest and greatest if you're happy with what you have. But I will say this, if you're on the iPhone SE, you're on the iPhone XR, and, you, and, you, and, you f and you're thinking whether you should, you should upgrade or not, definitely because of the display yep. and because of the performance so because of the A14 chip and of course because of the camera you get finally ultra wide you will enjoy it trust me uh, the telephoto not so much I don't really care about zooming in when, when, it take, when it comes to taking pictures but ultra wide is a really 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 good lens to have on a, on a camera phone so if you're on the SE and the 10R upgrade if you're on the 11 uh, non-pro you should upgrade too right? 11, yeah, yeah, if you can. Yeah. Uh, at the time of recording, we don't have any telco plans yet. Uh, none of them have come up with anything yet. Uh, but if, if they do, uh, you'll get the latest info and what our recommendations are on surgeon.com. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. All right, guys, I think that's pretty much it. Um, let us know what you think about the iPhone 12. Uh, put them in the comment section below. I just want to remind everybody we're also available. This show is also available on podcasts. So just search for Search Chow. Let's talk about on Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're available there. If you're listening to us on podcasts, be sure to give us a five-star rating because that helps us a lot in getting more people to listen to our show. If you're watching us on YouTube, give us a thumbs up if you like the show. Please do remember to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Uh, we produce content and upload content all the time and, and, and your support makes it meaningful for us. Uh, don't forget to drop uh, any comments, suggestions, feedback, or discussions in the comment section. We'll, we'll be more than happy to read them, we engage with them, and uh, we really like to know what you think. 
Okay, that's pretty much it. This is Amin from SageinShow.com. And this is Alex. And let's, let's talk about it. Uh, thanks for watching. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.